What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Welcome to Deckheads, a production of iHeartRadio. Welcome to Deckheads with your hosts, Nick and Anna. Broadcasting from the bottom of the boat, below, below deck. Ooh, I'm horny. All yacht talk all the time. I'm having a party. We're shoveling coal to keep this show afloat. I love cocaine. We're off the map in international waters. I need some drama, me. Hide that cocaine. Never. In my nose. Just so you know, I'm in an open relationship. Below deck. Woo! Below me. What? Deckhead. Anna, let's get into it. Below deck. Recap. Let's go. Um, did you see what happened to Jerry from Cheer? Does it not feel like all our great oh my God. social all our great like uh reality TV stars turn out to be terrible people in the end? Uh no. Oh. Okay. Well. Okay. I guess all these reality TV stars are good people, and I was wrong. Well, we're here to talk about uh, season five, episode four, and I guess I'm doing this show alone. No, you're uh, not. Why do you want to acknowledge that reality stars turn out to be bad people in the end? Most of them are really great. Like who? What do you mean, like who? No one's great. Everyone's bad. Did you even see Stassi Schroeder's apology for her racist prank? She was like, I like whoops like it sounded like she was reading off a script and then didn't know how to read it was weird they all turned out to be fucking shady it's I'll so tell you weird who's great who i'll tell you who's great six-time congressman sean duffy who's that oh my god from real world boston okay well real world's a whole other nah, thing he actually sucks because uh he's not he doesn't play for the right team what? Um, what is going he's, on? He's not. <laughs> so you I agree? Know. I couldn't think of anyone. I thought it was cool somebody would give a congressman, but obviously he's a piece of shit. Is he a Republican? 
Yes. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, you're right. But that's the problem is like they all like they seem so chill in the moment and funny because they're like you don't creating think about entertainment. How they're all Republicans. Yeah, they're creating entertainment and then you know the show ends and you're like, oh, you're the devil. Right, because they didn't they didn't create art. They just a yeah. producer thought they might be like terrible funny. on camera, like a terrible person mm-hmm. that they could exploit for ratings. Which I guess that's is, all you need. That's the fat. That's what we're missing here is that. That's why they were cast is because they're bad people. But in the moment, right. they're creating such fun television right. for you. You tend to. Yeah. I also, you know, like Ramona Singer, I had a real like about two seasons into. I mean, is I've, she related to Ramona Beezus? I don't even know who Ramona Beezus is. Mm, that's too bad. Maybe I said oh. it wrong. I'm just saying, it's like the Real Housewives of New York. It's like, clearly, they're all bad people. They're all just like really, really rich white women. And I'm like, I love them. But then you're like, oh, they're not good people. Ramona's definitely uh, a see. Trumpster. It's, it's Ramona and Beezus. I don't know who that is. Is she from someone? No. it's I said and Beezus. That's, oh, that's I thought two you were names. saying like Anne, like A-N-N-E. Like that was her middle name. No, it's a movie. Oh no, they're not related. This Ramona that I'm based on a book discussing is is a probably real more human. popular as a book by you guessed it, Beverly Cleary. Oh, okay, I do actually know this book. I read it when I was younger. A series of books. They were like, uh, God, Beverly Cleary. I have not thought of that name in so long. Yo, I've got some nuts fucking news on Beverly Cleary. Oh no, please don't ruin her for me. You want to know about Beverly Cleary? Uh, I guess. Let me tell you when she was born. Why don't you guess? When she was born? Uh, I, I really have no idea. What, like 1920? Is she still alive? I don't even, I know nothing You almost anymore. got it. On, you almost hit the nail on the fucking head. 1916. You got to believe in yourself more. 1916? And your your co-hosts. I didn't even... I literally have not thought about Beverly Cleary in so long. I thought this part was going to be way quicker. Anyway, (laughs) now, guess what what year she died? Okay, if she was born in 1916, like, how long would she live for? Like, uh, 1991. Beverly? Cleary is alive. No, she ain't. How old is she? She's 104. This woman, they got this woman living till 104. That's awful for her. This ain't right. Yeah. Anyway, well, good yeah. Good for I mean, her, I guess. Whatever. Sh- Whatever she's doing is working for her. Not even coronavirus has gotten her. Whatever she's doing is working for her. Anyway, praise be. I guess this the 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 uh, moral of this is: be a children's book writer and not a um, reality TV star. (sighs) Makes you a better person. You live longer. Uh, A lot of reality TV stars write children's books. Oh, because of June? Yeah. You know, I read uh, my son, uh, the Duck Dynasty series every night before bed. That's terrible. Um, Just so you know, uh, 
Um, Just so you know, my son doesn't exist. Yeah, yet. no, I was gonna say I read the the main Duck Dynasty, the father, the like patriarch of the family's book. I forget his name, Phil Phil Robertson or something like that. I read his book mm-hmm. for a podcast. Oh my god. This guy is a dumb motherfucker. He literally, everything, he's like, don't worry, God will fix it. Yeah, you can't be gay. I, I love black, blue, green, any person, but he's just an idiot. He, just like everything, he's like, I believe sexuality can be cured by God. Like, it's just like sexuality, not sexuality. I mean, like him basically saying like gay people can be cured by God. It is nonsense. And that book was trash. All right. Well, uh, that's been Book Corner on Deckheads. Uh, Back to the show. Please don't read your children that book, Nick. I just can't have you doing it. Okay. So what happened on Below Deck this week? Well, Below Deck Season 5, Episode 4, Mediterranean. Um, Yeah. So the last episode ended uh, with... Malia and Captain Sandy calling a meeting with the deck crew to basically be like, stop calling her sweetie or sweetheart. And uh, they seemed to get it. They were like, yeah, no, we won't do that. We get it. And then right after the meeting, Pete's like, who has been calling her sweetie yeah, well, or sweetheart? Yeah, well, I have been racking my brain because I haven't heard you say anything, Alex. And, and Rob, I haven't heard you say anything. And I... I just can't think of a another person who might say that. Who, cut I two, mean, like... a super cut of the eight times he has called Malia sweetie. Malia comes up. Malia, do you? I'm sorry. I, I have no idea who has been calling you sweetie. Look, I woke up the other day and, and my clothes were dirty. Like someone had been wearing them all day. Does anyone know who could have been wearing my clothes? Yeah, they said Pete on them. No one knows. So someone brushed their teeth with my toothbrush while I was standing in the bathroom. I was the only one in there. My arm was raised. Does anyone know who was using my toothbrush? It is the most unbelievable moment of television. It is so stupid. Like, Pete, Pete, <laughs> everyone's Pete like, and Pete, yes, the adventures you, of. You. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, oh, man. Um, and then, yeah, and Alex is like, dude, that meeting was for you. And so Malia walks up and's like, what's going on? And Pete's like, we're just trying to figure out who's been calling the captain sweetie. And she's like, are you for real? You've been calling me sweetie and sweetheart. And he's like, really? Me? Who, me? And his voice gets all high. He has no idea what she's talking about. And he's like, well, I guess I was just raised a good old country boy from Virginia. And she's like, no. Absolutely not. It was weird. I think he might be, um, how do you say, dumb? On the spectrum of dumb? Just like dumb. Like, how do you call someone sweetie so just... That's also a hallmark of the reality show star, is that they're too dumb to, you know, to not be manipulated by you. But that's the thing. It's like, after watching the Paris Hilton doc, and I'm sorry I keep bringing this up, 
But she was playing dumb on a simple life. Like, she's actually very smart. And Oh, yeah. She's, like, literally the smartest well, person. Well, she's not, like, the smartest person. But I'm just saying, like, she knew goddamn well she was playing dumb for this TV show. Like, she wasn't of that course. dumb. But, like, so now I'm like, is Pete playing dumb? Or is Pete, like, is he just trying to cover his ass? Or is um, he, like... I. I legitimately think that Pete doesn't realize he's doing it mm, he's, because he's dumb. Okay. So he's just like any woman in any vicinity immediately is like, sweetie, sweetheart. Yeah. He doesn't know. He is a dumb Southern boy, whatever he says. So am I. Yeah. But I uh, had the pleasure of, uh, you know, Moving to New York and meeting all the different types of people. That's the only difference between me and Pete. Also, I'm not a fucking rockhead. That's a man with a head full of rocks instead oh. of a brain. Got it. Well, that was an interesting interaction. Uh, but he's like, got it, babe. I won't call you sweetie anymore. Oh, be more evolved, yeah. Pete. Um. Yeah, so the, today's the day that the guests have their weird picnic at the cathedral. And uh, Jess is helping Hannah get ready for it. And Hannah thinks that she was blinded by the fact that she, that basically Jess wasn't as terrible as Lara. But now that Lara's gone, she's realizing that Jess might not be so good at her job. And I'm like, no, yeah, she just, uh, yeah, she was just standing there and not yelling at you. Um of course, she's not good at her job. I, I would like to refer you to some henna tattoos on her arms uh, that are in ink and under the skin. It's very uh, Rihanna. <laughs> um, yes, but Rihanna doesn't have the tattoos, right? Yeah, she does. She Is has it? those tattoos. Yeah, Rihanna has that like very similar hand tattoo. Okay, so something you can do if you're, say, one of the greatest pop stars of our generation. But maybe not if you're just some person who doesn't even know how to be a steward who is a steward. Sure, but, like, she's, like, Sherpa? a hot... You know how, like, certain, like, hot babes just can do whatever? <laughs> is that a weird, like... It's, like, hot person privilege. Like, look, they can genuinely do whatever. That she has spent a lot of money to look like Megan Fox, but I think Megan you also Fo have to oh, appreciate right. that she does not look like Megan Fox. I I think Jess is beautiful. Is that, is that a really controversial thing to say? No, I think Jess is beautiful too. Okay. But she's not Megan Fox. Do you really like Megan Fox? I mean, of course I do. Because, oh, okay. Because um, I'm a straight dude. Who likes hot babes? But okay, also, gross. she looks like Megan. She looks like a you know porn star version of Megan Fox. Oh, that's. I mean, there's nothing wrong no, with being actually, a porn star. No, actually, that's too much of a compliment because okay. that's not. That's. I'm. I'm not denigrating someone by saying that. Yes. Well, uh, Kiko says this is his first picnic off a boat because private boats rarely ask for picnics. But I don't know. He seems to nail it. And he says, we don't do picnics in Brazil. We just go to the bar. And I'm like, that's a good point. That's what these people should do. Because wait till we get to this fucking picnic. It's fucking weird. So, yes, the guests go on the tour of the cathedral before well, their picnic. Well, maybe they should have more fucking parks in 
Brazil then. Well, then choose a park to have a picnic in and not on the side of like an alley of a cathedral. That shit was weird. You got to yeah. admit that shit was weird. So I mean, it was weird when they went inside, inside and said, I saw the sign to the Ace of Base guy. That was pretty silly. Why is he quoting himself? <sighs> Fucking Ulf. Ulf seems like the boringest person on earth. Well, um, Ulf is Hitler. <laughs> so he's not that boring. Well, um, yeah, so. Heil oh, Ulf. Oh, that photo I sent you of him literally doing the Heil Hitler is bad. So they're talking to him. Um, at one point, Roy Orbison, you know, they're they're la- lounging out and he's talking to him about how it's the time for Ace of Base because the 90s are back. Right. Now, at first, I thought that meant like, we got to get you back into the studio or something, which is insane. But what I think he meant was licensing because that's what his job is. Oh. Is he licensed music for his dad and I assume for other people. Yeah, I, I could mean, see that in like a TV show. Of his dad, from his dad. I could see that in a himself. TV show again, some Ace of Base. In a TV show? Fuck yeah. Yeah, or like a Like movie. in Cobra Kai. I saw the song. You know, <laughs> yeah. he's bringing it back, of course. That's the era. Wait, is Cobra Kai in the 80s or 90s? Mm, it's, uh, I think it might have bled into the early 90s. Okay. The movies. The movies, right. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, so the guests go on the tour of the cathedral before the picnic, and Malia says it's basically the landmark in Palma, so I guess you have to see it. Um, okay, yes, yeah, so Jess, Malia, Pete, and Alex set up the picnic, and it is so awkward and weird, the setup. They're basically on the side no of one the building. Wants this. Why would you want this? I don't know. It's really Why weird. would you want to watch people set this up? Why would you want to eat there? Eat on the boat. Yeah. Then look at the fucking thing. Yeah. What? what? This is such a waste of time and resources. It's really strange. So I'll, I'll try and describe it. So it's like basically you're on the side of a building. There's no grass. They set up tables like basically in an alleyway that's kind of the street. So there's people just walking by them. It's like as if you just went anywhere, any street side and just set up a table and started like eating. It's like you're, you took your dining room and you just put, you put it in the middle of the road. It makes no sense. It's really awkward. They're having like a formal lunch or whatever the fuck while people serve them. That's the other thing. People are serving them. So it's even weirder because you're just in public on the street. Having a casual picnic is nonsense. This is nonsense. I ain't, mm-mm. not today, Satan. I ain't doing some weird shit like this. Ugh. Um, yeah, Pete's being all sensitive because he like breaks a glass and he's all hurt. And Malia is like, why is Pete so sensitive? And Alex is like, yeah, why? Why is he the most sensitive guy ever? Because he takes I know everything. Why he's sensitive because he's missing his boo. So he's his like, baby boo. <laughs> his baby Sorry. boo left. Sorry, I broke this glass. He had to get a new pillow because he sucked so many tears into it. That's sad. Yeah. Well, Malia thinks it's concerning, and I'm like, well, yeah. luckily he's going to get cut out of the show. So, uh, yeah. So when they when they did break glass, um. Pete just threw it into a trash bag. So after the picnic, on their way back to the boat, Malia's bringing the trash, and the glass, like, cuts through the trash bag and cuts her leg. And I'm like, that? 
that's how you get uh what's a good cut sort of tetanus tetanus there you go that's how you get tetanus weird street glass cutting you no thank yeah. you I hope she did get a tetanus shot after that. So back on the boat, one of the kids is singing a Roy Orbison song, that like pretty woman song. You mean like that pretty woman song? His most famous and popular song? Is that his most famous and popular? Yes, it's also the name of the movie that everybody knows it from. So it's got that recognition that nothing else has. I just always think of you got it. No. Pretty woman. Come got on. It. That's like number one by 10 times. No, you got it. You got it. Nick, you got it. You got it. You got it. <laughs> Anything you want. You got it. I love that song. Um, Yeah, but I guess this family truly, truly survives. They truly survive on the legacy of this father, this grandfather, because the fact that they're like kid is just like playing guitar and singing and he's like, Two? I don't even know. Oh, come on. You didn't, you didn't think that kid had talent, do you? Did he not? He's like, pretty boobid, bucket down the street. And you're like, wow, we got to sign <laughs> this kid. We got a new singer of Ace of Base here. Well, Wolf was Throw just, him in there. Could you imagine Wolf just in the background glaring at him? So jealous. Yeah, you are not going... <laughs> To replace Ulf. <laughs> I've murdered m- kids before you that mm. threatened my position in Ace of Basel. That's. You know he's straight up MAGA. Oh, for sure, dude. He's trying to be like, I'm on a uh, recovery tour, apology tour, but it's like, you are not. <sighs> yeah, so apology we Apology learn- tour. Whatever. Uh, uh, didn't he like. He tried to like um Ulf? He tried to like uh rehab. Sorry his image. about I saw the sign. No. I just listened to it. I realized now it's not good. No, I mean like his like past as a like I racist am sorry skinhead. I used to be Hitler. He used to be a Nazi skinhead and now Do you think he's he like is Hitler to... who faked his death. Ah, no. Maybe Hitler faked his death, then went on to have Ulf. Ulf? Ulf? It's possible. Do you think Ulf knows about Alf? Alf? No. Yeah. Do you think in uh, Sweden, Ulf is pronounced Alf? No. Hmm. I think it's pronounced Ulf. You know, I've been to Sweden. You we'll say that a lot. a lot. You saw a boat, didn't you? We've never talked about it. Didn't you see like a yes, big Yes, the boat? Vasa. The Vasa yeah. Museum. Greatest, greatest, greatest museum I've ever been to. Yeah. So mm. Rob says he's currently seeing someone, but he likes to flirt with Jess. Um, right. But he always has in the back of his mind, you don't screw the crew and you don't shit where you eat. Why does no one ask him about his girlfriend at any point? Um, Everyone's well, just like, yeah, I mean, I know he, I, I thought he had a girlfriend. It sounds like they're going But gonna- no one's like, hey, Rob, I got a question for you that would clear up a lot on this boat. Pretty much no one would have to do any more ITMs if you answered this question. I think they're, like, about to. Like in the do you set. have a girlfriend? Well, I know what happens in the next episode. Did you watch it, Nick? Yes, I watched the next episode because we're recording Oh, you're episodes, right. I so thought, I sorry, I assumed you meant, like, the episode after. 
No, I'm off that train. Uh, no, I do think um, it will come up because why? Well, how could it not? I'm sure he's told someone. He's like, um, I have something to tell you. I have a, a girlfriend and she's uh, <clears throat> coming on the boat in 10 minutes. <laughs> no, he was like, where are average things manufactured? <laughs> the satisfactory. Ah, another killer. Come on, Rob. Hit me one more, please. You're the funniest man alive. How do you drown a hipster? Oh, my God. How? You throw him in the mainstream. <laughs> oh, my God. Where is Netflix? Well, how do you not have a Netflix special? <laughs> Could you imagine that special? Just like, oh, Rob, I love it, I dog. don't know where I am right now. <laughs> oh. But yeah, Rob oh, Death has a girlfriend. But they are in an open experience, as he called it. It's not a relationship. It's an experience, Nick. Please okay. have some respect. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> um, Alex says Pete was his first friend on the boat, but he doesn't like when Pete shit talks Malia because he wants to be friends with both of them. He doesn't think it's necessary. Uh, and Captain Sandy finds a second stew just in time. Who do you think it could be, Nick? Um, I think it could be Bugsy Drake. Mm. Do you think it could be Bugsy Drake? I think so. I think there's no one listening to this show that does not know that it is <laughs> Bugsy Drake. Yeah, it's Bugsy. It's Bugs, guys. It's Buggy Boo. So Hannah says she loves kids, and there's so many fun moments, but they're also, like, really dirty. And then she literally says, so, like, please wash your child. Yeah. And children are dirty. That's, that is true. And then there was really one. You do need to wash your child. Do you not know that? Well, I don't wash my child. You think children clean themselves like a cat? Meow. If children will get hungry enough, They'll if eat. children get hungry enough, they will clean themselves. They always just stuck on chocolate. Yeah. Hmm. Well, so there's a really funny moment in the galley where Kiko is straight up murdering lobster in the galley and the, the younger child walks by and his face is shook for a second. Like he's like, <gasps> and they're like, get out of here. You don't need to see this blatant murder of a lobster. And you're a vegetarian. Me? No. I yeah. just thought it was funny how like the kid had in that moment decided. Murder. That kid decided, yes, I love murder. That kid decided in that moment to walk by, like, the worst moment. When Kiko has, like, a pot. Like, he put a, a fucking, uh, he basically put, like, a canvas bag over this lobster's head and just whapped him with a fucking pot. I was like, that's torture techniques. Did you see when he put that it, that whole octopus in the pot? Yeah, I try. I, yeah, I don't. No, I don't fuck with that. Mamma mia. Would you eat that? I I ate live octopus, you know. Where? In Korea. Oh yeah, how was it? Squirming. That's um, that is not. I don't like that at all. I got video of it. Ugh, depress. It's dead though. Okay, what? But it's still squirming. You know, they chop it up. Oh, like it's brain out. It's it's the nerves, right? The yeah, nerves keep yeah. moving. Okay, yeah. So it wasn't live. You lied again. You fucking liar. 
Okay. Well, uh, Jess is taking her time getting ready for her dinner shift, and Hannah is coming down on her, and Jess is like, give me a break. I'm doing two stews jobs. And I think they need another stew ASAP, or Hannah and Jess are going to turn on each other. Hannah has a way about her. She really knows how to get you to turn on her. Not something, me. I'd never turn on something her. Something in the air. She is. There was something in the air Shit. That night. I forgot. We got to take a quick ad break. We'll be right back. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. Do you love fashion? Do you love getting compliments on how well you're dressed? Are you always seeking the latest trends? Then we're talking to you. BostonProper.com is your fashion destination and the only place to go for all those nods, head turns, and new styles. No matter the day, season, or occasion, Boston Proper has what you're looking for. Sophisticated, confident clothing designed to flatter and get noticed. So visit BostonProper.com now and start creating your perfect wardrobe. Boston Proper. Wear it like no one else. And we're back. I hurt my head putting my headphones back on. Um, That's what you get. So we are talking Below Deck Season 5, Episode 4. And boy, is the weather really rainy. And they just can't leave Doc. They can't leave Doc. Oh, the drama of not being able to leave Doc. But guess what? Captain Sandy thinks they'll be able to leave Doc by morning. Oh, thank God these dumb fucking guests want to play with water toys. They're actually not that dumb. I, I take that back. They're actually quite yeah, pleasant. What, what happened? To you? I don't know. They're pleasant. They're, They're not pleasant doing anything guests. wrong. The the guests are deeply pleasant. The children are really cute. The only problem I have is with Ulf being a former white supremacist Nazi. Um, I'm not sure former. Also, saying a white supremacist Nazi is a little redundant, isn't it? It's like clearly mm. a Nazi's a white supremacist. <laughs> Right? Yeah. Or did I make that up? Um, I'm a Nazi, but I ain't no white supremacist. I can <laughs> see a Nazi feeling superior to just a, your run-of-the-mill white supremacist. Because he's like, I think white people, you know, I, I, I'm, you know, I think white people should rule. And then the Nazi's like, well, not all white people. <laughs> Stupid. Yeah. That's I doubt it's that way, but that is how it is. Guess so. I guess we gotta gotta research that. Um, so Pete is playing with the kids, and he says holding kids is very special to him, because um, his after his son was born, two weeks after he was diagnosed with bacterial meningitis. Which part of me is like, is this CJ? CJ, is that you? CJ, come on, is that you pretending to be Pete to work on this show again? 
I thought it could have been um, Joao being like, yes, I got the meningitis. It almost took my leg. My bones fell out and I had to replace all of my bones with elephant bones, making me the only true elephant man. Damn, dog. What does a nosy pepper do? Get jalapeno business. Rob? Sorry, you gotta you gotta let me know when you're coming in the room. I gotta get prepared because I love to laugh. I thought we were doing accents. Uh, we sure are. I just, you know, it, it's a new character and it's taking me time to remember who it is. <laughs> you don't remember. We have a lot of characters on this show. I know we haven't we're gotten basic- any. We're basically a groundlings sketch. Without the wigs. Uh, I'm wearing wigs. I knew your hair was I a mean, wig. I mean, not on my head. I knew your hair was a wig. It's Working. very clear that your hair is not real, just by the way. Um, That's the nicest thing anyone's ever said about my hair. <laughs> Could you imagine? You were just always wearing like a really, really small wig. Imagine. Okay. Yes. Right. I guess you are. I don't know. Yeah. So um yeah, please yeah. So Pete said after two weeks after his son was born, he was diagnosed with bacterial meningitis. Uh, and then he was hospitalized for six weeks. So he couldn't see or hold his son or touch him because he was so contagious. And the first time he got to hold him, he was all skinny and he his baby was like a little alien. And he says, um, he doesn't come off as a father, but but he's still Pete. But if you put his son in front of him, in front of his face, he's a completely different person. Man, I hope so. Why, why do you know? Why? What's up with the self awareness to know that you're only a good guy sometimes, and then to not try to be a better guy when your son's not around? Um, I don't like it. I don't like this guy. There's something about this guy that I don't like. Everything I've learned. I think it takes a. Poor kid. His fucking son. Oh, but that's man. like that's his dad, dude. That's some double life shit where you're like, I'm a really great dad, but as soon as I don't have to be a dad, I'm a fucking monster. Also, guess what? He's not a good dad. How do you know? He, he's just because he says he's a good dad does not mean he's a good dad. Hmm. I'm not saying he's a bad dad. I'm just saying you don't know. We don't know. He's a bad guy, and that's all we know. That's so true. I would tend to believe he's not a good dad. But again, I don't know. Look, I don't have any of the facts except for everything I know. Right. Back to you. So, yeah, the guests sit down for dinner service late. And Kiko's like, wow, I finally got my timing perfect. And now the guests are late. And it's like, okay, Kiko, you got to be ready, dude. You got to be ready for anything. This show is you be all ready, curveballs. And Kiko makes mukaka, mukeka again. Uh, Wait, what is that from? Bukeka, and then someone's like, Moose Kaka? uh, From uh, Ace Ventura 2? Mukaka? Hmm. I thought it was like a kid was being like, I'm eating this dish. And then a kid goes, oh, no. Jeez, it's from something. I don't know. It's like kids bullying kids, but I don't know if it was Mokeko, something else. 
Well, whatever. So, yeah, Kiko makes mukeka again, and Captain Sandy says she's not impressed because while it was delicious, he's already made this dish once. And she says a chef so on a— So fucking what? Yeah, I mean, it's like his signature dish. But she says a chef on a super yacht needs to be good at all cuisines. And For what? It's just because they all just want to create standards that are too If it difficult. fits the preference sheet, you should be allowed to double up. It's true. Remember when fucking beef cheeks? They just want to make sure that when people come on board, they have an experience they haven't had before. And if you're like making one of your standard dishes, then there's a much better chance that that person has had that. Beef because cheeks. Ben goes in there, you know, and he blacks out. He creates, doesn't even remember it. And so no one's ever had that. When he makes – he blacks out. Sometimes he puts, like, pencil shavings in there. He is blacked out. Look, some of the dishes that Ben makes are just empty plates. This dude is blacked out. That's, That's not how you cook good. Uh, yeah. But I love Kiko. I love Kiko. Okay. Well – uh, Captain Sandy says that Kiko reminds her of a young Adam when they first worked together. That he was very eager, but he wasn't used to super yachts, and he had a real learning curve. But he's worked on private super yachts, right? I don't know. So No, the- he just... Yeah, he just works on that... <clears throat> for that one guy who, like, eats the same thing. He's like, hey, I'm ready for my five o'clock mukake. <laughs> Mukake. No way that guy knows how to pronounce that, whoever he is. Uh, Putin's godson? Oh, right. Yes. Well, I stand uh, confirmed. Mm-hmm. So the guests do love the mukaka, mukeka, though. And Ulf is talking nonstop at dinner about the history of Ace of Base and how they started. And it's really boring. And Hannah says there is too much ego for the level of success he reached. And I was like, He was like, I saw this sign and it said looking for a racist to join band. I'm pretty sure he started Ace of Base. Oh, no. I saw this sign and apparently I... Put it up. I don't know what this accent is. I put it up, yes. <laughs> I was looking I for saw two the hot babes and one other uh, Nazi nerd. And I found them. I, I was- actually counted the members of ABBA and I just did that again. Yes, two men, two women. It's the same. I, I counted. Thank you for silently yawning. <laughs> During sorry. my old, <laughs> but okay. So even like I remember Ulf? when you used to loudly yawn and you come a long way. Well, just just even from the show, Ulf talking was so boring that you imitating Ulf bored me. Oh, how dare you! I uh, you're turning. I would into... like to talk to you more about this church no, while we what? eat in the alley. This is out of control. Yeah, well, I thought that was a good burn by Hannah to be like, Ulf, you're not hot shit enough to be talking like this. Um, And then so Pete is like, man, I hope this next two coming on is real hot and fun. And it's like, oh, Pete, you about to get the most uptight bitch on this side of planet Earth. Also, Pete, you know, it doesn't take much to get you to fall in love. So I'm sure if whatever is coming on board 
is on uh, two legs, then you'll probably be down. Oh no, Pete! Oh no, Pete! What 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 happened already? She hasn't even come on board. Pete. I just, you know me. I'm just, I'm just really sensitive. To what? You don't even know this person. You don't even know their name. I'm a unit. You sure are. Do you know that's an insult? Yeah. Sorry, man. I'm just really. I'm just taking it a little personally. Oh my god! Go into your room and do not use my pillow. <laughs> He's using Alex's pillow to cry into. Oh. All right. It's the next day. Uh, Captain Sandy asks Jess to organize the laundry room better. She's like, this is a mess. I hate it. I can't deal with this. And it's like, hey, Sandy, there's two stews. Chill the fuck out and wait for the third stew to come before you start complaining. Like, how did, how is she supposed to, I don't even know how she's supposed to do laundry right now when she has to do cabins and service. It's like, there's so much going on. Give her a break. Laura was the laundry hoe. And we had to keep her in there because her fucking lizard tongue kept coming out and trying to fucking strangle people, okay? <sighs> Lock her in. Lock, her, Lock up. her in. Lock her up. So, um, Jess says she's been avoiding laundry her whole yachting career. And on her old boat, she had this idea to make it eco-friendly, like at a hotel where they tell you to hang your towel if you don't need it washed again. And she says her mom calls her lazy, but she thinks she's smart. And I'm like, that's pretty smart, right? Like, you want that. You want it to be more eco-friendly. No? Yes? Maybe Oh, no. This is, you you know, I I understand you've probably not been to a hotel. But what happens in hotels is that they put up these signs that say, uh, if you want to join us in saving the environment, You'll hang up your towel and reuse it. And you put it on the floor. We will come and wash it. But for the environment, we're, we have this new invi- initiative where, you know, you hang it and, and we don't. Which, okay, that I- is the only way a hotel has ever, as, as, as far as I could see, tried to be eco-conscious. This one exact way. That requires them to do less work. But I, I never, I always say don't wash. You don't need to change my sheets. It's unnecessary. Sure. It's a waste. Yeah, so and I that, guess, it, that, that is absolutely true. But the I'm, hotel I'm is not so promoting any other way to be eco-friendly. God. They only promote the way that it makes them do less work. I am anyway, so, that's what she means. I am and she so hit it right eco-friendly the compared to you. God. You, you talked the whole time I was talking. God. I was just thinking about how great I am and how like how I'm the only one on this show working towards like ending climate change. Like I'm I know, the yeah, only you, one. You are involved in a lot of <sighs> socially conscious works. I'm like always. And when you get up in the morning, the world is always a little bit worse than it is when you <sighs> go to sleep because you've dedicated yourself to working with only the right good people. It's wild because like I wake up every day. I go, I, I I I use those little claws to pick up trash on the beach. Oh, I'm always just offering to not wash people's towels. Mm-hmm. Like I'm just so great. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I'm sorry, Nick. What were you saying? All right, let's move forward. So the weather's a lot better. 
So in the morning, so the guests get to go out in the sense that they leave dock. They head to some location. I don't know anything. Uh, and they drop anchor. Uh, the swells are a little rough, but Captain Sandy is praying to the weather gods that the weather calms down so the guests can play with some toys. Uh, at breakfast, we witness Hannah literally feed a croissant into a child's mouth. I mean, okay. He wanted it. He asked for it. <gasps> Don't victim it blame. Okay. Don't victim blame. He was excited. There's no victims. It's a croissant. <laughs> it's true. It's delicious. I would love a croissant in my butt. So uh, everyone. Oh, my God. Well, that you're going to get in trouble for, Hannah. <laughs> Why? Why can't I boof a croissant? Everyone is so uptight. No, you just can't deliver a croissant to someone's butthole with oh. tongs. <laughs> don't, don't. Not one more time. Don't kink shame. Just um, you can't do it at work, okay? okay? Fine, fine, fine. I'm all for kinks, but you got to dismantle that sex swing in your office. Okay, fine. Ugh. Have you guys noticed how PC Nick's gotten lately? Sex swings are funny. Because it's like, it feels like, really tough but then like that's like someone like me who's out of shape being like that seems like too much work but then i guess fit have you people. used a sex swing no but like you know when you like look at them you're like the physicality of what you're trying to do here seems really difficult i just don't understand what it enhances i don't i don't know maybe what you, like, am i not able to do <laughs> like a swing your dick into your girlfriend's i don't vagina. understand my dick goes in and out I don't at any position. It's the same sensation. Hmm. I mean, I mean, I guess the idea is that you're like swinging. I think maybe I don't know. I guess we got to get a sex swing sponsor and try it out for ourselves. <laughs> yeah, huh? we. If you're a sex, if you make sex swings, hit us up. You can uh, reach us at uh, Liquid Yachtwear at nine one one dot com. Oh, I see. Okay, so the idea is that you're so you put the girl on the swing so she can basically right. like swing into your dick. Yeah, got it. But you see, I can move my own dick. Oh, but you can put the guy in the swing too. <laughs> well, I don't want to put another guy in the swing. With me. No, not you. I mean, you guys can swing. I'll do it. Okay. Well, anyway. Um, yeah, let's take a quick break so we can try and get that sex swing sponsor and we'll come back and finish this episode out. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. Looking for a fabulous fashion brand that celebrates you? 
and look no further than Boston Proper, where styles are designed with you in mind. So you can look and feel amazing, no matter the day, season, or occasion. At bostonproper.com, you'll find fashion that knows you best. For over 30 years, Boston Proper has been the fashion destination for confident women who want to elevate their look with unique, sophisticated clothing at affordable prices. Visit bostonproper.com today. Boston Proper. Wear it like no one else. And we're back. Yeah, so everyone is out playing with the water toys, and Pete and Malia are watching the kids. Um, And Malia says she loves kids, but, well, actually, Pete goes, are you ready for this? And she's like, ready for what? And he's like, kids. And it's like, well, why do you have to ask her that? Like, she's clearly, like, living her best life, trying to be a captain, but okay, Pete. Um, And uh, Malia says she loves kids, but she's not there. And Tom and her spend a lot of time, Tom's her boyfriend, they spend a lot of time apart working on yachts. But the time they do get to spend together, she likes traveling way too much. Uh, And kids are just not her thing right now. Uh, And Jess has lost one of her dinner service dresses, and Hannah's able to find it in her bed. And Jess says one of her nicknames as a kid was Messy Jessie. And a piece pieces of that still live with her. And I want to call her Messy Jessie moving forward because I like that nickname. Missy Jessie. It's cute. Uh, okay, until I find a better one. <sighs> Fine. So the weather's really windy. And of course, uh, on their way back to dock, classic, classic storyline on this show, Captain Sandy has to dock in the narrowest little spot possible. And of course, the wind is pushing against the boat. Oh, will they do it? Will they crash into another boat and cause thousands and thousands of dollars, um, excuse me, millions of dollars in damage? Will the boat go down like the Titanic? It's hard to say. Oh, wait, no, it's not. No, it's not. They always nail it. Everything's fine. So you know what that fucking means, you goddamn yachties. It's time to take a drink because they did it again. They acted like drama. And yet, guess what? Captain Sandy's a pro. And Malia did a great job as well. And Captain Sandy's proud of her. Well, uh, good for them. Uh, I really need another broken dock uh, pylon soon on this show, or I'm going to lose my fucking mind. But we don't have, um, what was the crazy guy's name? Eddie around to cause that. Mm. Mm. I'm going to X out this uh, tab I have open that says, how does a sex swing work? (laughs) Anyway. Why? Nah, just not necessary. You're afraid for your lover's gonna find it. No, my lover is dying on the inside right now. So the guests are leaving. Um, they say they had a great time, and then the the wife is like, "We weren't expecting the kids to play with everyone so much. That was really surprising, but it was great." And I guess, like, I guess they thought they'd come on board, and everyone would be like, "Disgusting children! Get them away from me! Put them in the goddamn crib!" I don't know why they're French, but. But everyone on board was super down to play with some little butt bups. Some little Roy Orbison Jr. Juniors. Am I right? Weren't the kids both named Roy Orbison Jr. Jr.? Pretty mm, sure they that's were. Funny. Wow. Do we even catch um, their names? Sorry, you're only funny as Rob. 
Um, so okay. Well, did we catch sorry. the kids' names? Yeah, the kid was fucking Blondie One. Who okay, wow, sweet. His name was was freaking Shovel. Okay. And what was the other one? Glovel. No, Glover. <laughs> Shovel Glover. Um, Shovel Orbison and Glover Orbison. Roy Orbison Jr.'s kids. Oh, he's, he's the third. Yeah. Roy Orbison, the third, for sure. I mean, the one of them. Yeah. Are you, one of the kids' names is Roy Orbison, the third. Yeah, I know. I looked it up. Oh, okay. And the other one's Bo Alexander. Right, Bo. Anyway, that's boring. Oh, wait. These are his second set of kids. He was oh, ma- This is his my um God. Does he have another junior? Could you imagine if he had Do like they all have did he and, and he died? No. Z- Oh wait, no, never mind. It was just two, those two, um, just those two kids. And guess what? His son was featured playing on a toy guitar and tambourine with the Royal Philharmonic Orchestra during a rendition of his grandfather's song "Pretty Woman" in May 2017 at the age of 10 months. Wow, Nick, sounds like you were proven wrong. This kid is a goddamn genius. How does it feel? Tell to know that a, does that, it feel? that a 10-month-old baby's a better musician than you. That's that's impossible. I could sing any song. Give me a song. Oh, that's right. How about Crying by Roy Orbison? Crying over you. Too easy. Um, <laughs> the song I've been singing the I last know, three I, days. I realized that as soon as I asked. I was like, no, no, that was way too easy. <laughs> Actually, I'm I'm gonna go Roy Or uh no, no, no more Roy Orbison. These are you clearly are very familiar with it. <laughs> uh okay, how about this? Uh Timber by Pitbull featuring Kesha. Oh. Um fuck. Um Fuck, I okay. can't get okay. in. I can't tap into it. That's okay. I was right. How does Again. it go? It's like, <laughs> I don't want to play it because I don't want to Just tell them. Just, just, just give me a little. Sing a little. Uh, well, I can't. I, I'm not like you. I can't just sing a song like that. Timber. I just typed in Tim Pitbull because I was trying to come up with. words? I was trying to come up with any Pitbull song. Um. And then that was the first one that popped up. So it's going down. I'm yelling there you, go. there you go. You better move. There you go. You better dance. Let's make a night. You won't remember. I'll be the one. You won't forget. Wait, we just got sued. Oh, it was no. too spot on. Unfortunately, they thought what? We, we they, they thought, couldn't tell it wasn't the no, recording. No, they thought we played the song on here. Now we're being sued. Swing your partner round and round. <laughs> end of the night is going down. One more shot, another round. End of the night is going down. Oh wow, wow! All what right, let's song, finish huh? this goddamn episode. So, um, yeah, the guests leave. Rob and Jess are chatting while he helps 
he helps her in the cabins. And he says that he's like, I have this tattoo for my mom because I am a mommy's boy. But I also want to get I also want to get TCB tattooed on me, which means taking, taking care of care business. Of this, this. I'm like, well, you move maybe one X speed. You know who's the king of TCB? Who? Uh, Elvis Presley. Mm, hell yeah. He had that uh, written on his uh, plane. Oh, is that his plane name? Taking care of business, baby. Hell yeah. All right. It's tip meeting time. Captain Sandy says she's happy with Hannah's work. And we learned that they get a 21K tip. And on top of that, they're a person down. So they get a little bit more money each. Woo! Hell yeah. I love when there's a person down and they get a little bit more money. Okay. Clearly you don't feel the same. No, I don't care. (laughs) Okay. Well, uh, Captain Sandy lets them know that uh, someone Malia and Hannah both know and have worked with is coming on as second stew. And she goes, it's Bugsy. And in this moment, I sent you the photo of this because I had to take a photo. Hannah legit looks at the camera and she looks fucking She's looking at the producers. Well, regardless, she looks in the direction of the camera and it kind of looks like she's looking at the camera. But her face is like, you fucked me. You fucked me. Did you put some music behind you? Like, you got to put a video goes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that is actually, that is the moment where she looks at them like. (laughs) The fuck is that? I don't know. (laughs) I was trying to do what you did. I'm an idiot. Mine's hey, a specific song. I know. I was trying to do the curb theme, but I fucked. Yeah, that's that's her moment. That's her true curb moment. I gotta put that to yeah, I will. I'll do that. Okay. I'm crying. Can you believe it? Well, um, She's pissed. Hannah hates Bugsy. But Malia, <laughs> Malia's like, Woo! fuck yeah. Because <laughs> uh, Malia's They're best friends. Yeah, Malia says since they worked together in season three. Um, this is not good captaining. Hiring Bugs. But Bugs is good if at her If you want to hire Bugs, hire her. But don't hire Hannah first. Well, that wasn't the plan. Look it along. It's rude. It's mean. It's shitty leading. Yeah. Yes. Uh, but they didn't know this was going to happen. They didn't know Lara was going to be the devil Whatever. in a human suit. Whatever. Fucking bugs isn't the only fucking stew in the entire goddamn world. I guess so. Well, um, yeah. Ca- Hannah's face is priceless in the moment. Uh, but Captain Sandy is not getting the hint. And is like, Bugsy's amazing. You guys are going to love her. And Malia says that they, after they work together in season three, Bugsy and Malia have gotten a lot closer and she knows her family and she's very excited. And I thought that was interesting because if you remember, Malia dated, what was that kid's name? Wiz, Wes, Wiz, mm-hmm. as they called him. Mm-hmm. And he knew uh, Bugsy from back in South Africa. So I thought it was weird that she, she broke up with Wiz, but she kept friendship with Bugsy. 
So Captain Sandy keeps trying to tell Hannah that she should be relieved because Bugsy's so good at her job. And Hannah is doing everything she can to keep it together. She's like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Captain Sandy. Okay. <laughs> okay, Captain Sandy. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Captain Sandy, I hear you. I said I'm happy she's coming on board. <sighs> I am smiling. That's the vibe. It's uncomfortable as fuck. You could hear a pin drop inside Hannah's soul. Uh, and guess what? Hannah goes to the dock and lays on the ground and it's like, ah, the second she's away from everyone. But yeah, so Jess reveals to the ladies, this is later on, sorry, I just skipped ahead. I've been taking the last notes because who fucking cares anymore? Uh, on the way to the club, uh, Jess reveals to the ladies that she has a crush on Rob. And Malia says, hmm, that's interesting because Rob's definitely deep and he has a couple layers. And then she says, Jess is deep in some places, which I'm like, hmm, Malia, that's pretty fucked up, but okay. You don't know her, but okay, Malia. Yes, great judgment. But then to her face, uh, to Jess's face, Malia's like, you should go for it, girl. Um, At the bar, Rob is like, I'm very irritated because I feel like I'm not heard. And I say something, but people don't understand me when I say it. Wait for me to finish sentences. Nobody gets me. And and Jess is like, shut up, shut up, shut up. Just hug me. (laughs) He, um... How does Moses make tea? How, Rob? He brews. Wow. That's a little too racial. Is it? I, don't I, I actually you ready don't. For boat facts? I actually don't get it. I'm almost done, and then we can get into boat facts. Hebrews. Oh, Hebrews. Hebrews. I, that was right over my head. I'm wow. sorry if that offended anyone. So, Pete and Alex are on the prowl tonight for ladies, and Kiko calls Pete a tarado, which I guess means horny guy. Uh, Cause he will have sex with anyone, and Alex says he's trying to. F- they're trying to find themselves some mamacitas tonight. And Malia tells Han- Hannah that, hey, you know, just because Bugsy's coming, that's not going to ch- change anything between us. And I'm like, hmm, bigger lie has never been told. And Hannah's like, yeah, you know, she has a good second stew, and we don't need to be best friends to work together. And I'm like, ooh, ooh foreshadowing danger. Uh, in the cab back to the boat. Hannah and Malia and Alex are trying to figure out if Jess will make the first move on Rob. And Alex says that he won't make the first move because they have worked together in the past and he never saw her hook up with a crew crew member. And she wants a man to be a man and approach her and show her what he wants. And I'm like, that is the show. No, Uh, no, I'm almost done. I'm almost done. We have to get to the best. We talked about this. No, back on the boat, Rob and Jess get in his bunk and they cuddle and it turns them into them kissing and Kiko catches them. He thinks it's so funny and he's like, ah, they're kissing. And Alex, Pete and Kiko all cheer for Rob. And and Alex, Pete, Keaton. 
Sure. And Kiko sleeps in Jess' room that night because it's empty. Uh, and Pete tucks him in, and it's very funny. And it's the next day, and it's the next morning. And Rob says, yes. It is the first time I've hooked up with someone on a vessel. Uh, and he says, he's, I'm not sure what to do. Um, and in this moment, Hannah is watching videos on her phone on how to be an effective leader, which I thought was very funny because it's a little late, right? Like you're on your way out. Um, and it's getting around the boat that Rob and Jess cuddled that night. And apparently she didn't feel his dick hard uh, on her butt. Mm-hmm. And Hannah's like, that's not a good sign, honey. And All then right, boat Bugsy is walking up. And that's the end of the boat episode. Facts. Okay. The Build. Boat Don't talk facts about with Nikki T. I don't know if you know about this. Yes, we live in the bilge. Yes. Um, it is uh, the part of uh, the shipper boat. Uh, it's part of the hull that would rest on the ground if the vessel were unsupported by water. Um, internally, the bilges, where, where we live, <sighs> is the lowest compartment on a ship or seaplane on either side of the keel. Mm-hmm. Now, the word is also sometimes used to describe the water that collects in this area. Now, this is what I want to talk about. Um, have you been noticing a smell down here? I can't smell. I'm a lot like Kate in that regard. Well, I've been noticing a smell. So I looked up what exactly this bilge water is. Now, this is water that does not drain off the side of the deck or or through a through hull, typically via a scupper. Drains down into the ship, into the bilge. So this water may be from rough seas, rain, leaks in the hull, um, or other interior spillage. Now that's what I what I <laughs> want to talk about. You want to talk about all your interior fucking spillage down here? Yeah. So um, disgusting. This water contains water, sure, but also oil, urine, detergents, solvents, chemicals, and, and other materials. And your cum. Well. I mean, that would be in any room I'm sleeping in. So I'm not counting that. You know, I, I, I can only get to sleep one way. By coming on the ceiling. Um, so at the bottom of every boat, these beautiful yachts, it's just there's a room filled with urine and oil and other crap and chemicals. And that's where we sleep. And I just wanted to let you guys know a little bit about us. Bilge water. Back to you. Um, yeah, thank you for letting everyone know how fucking dismal our living situation is right now. Uh, it's not great. Um, Nick comes on the ceiling every night. Mm-hmm. I'm a little fucked up. Mm-hmm. Actually, you know Sorry. what? I'm not going to get into my trauma. It's inappropriate. Right. Guys, thanks so See much for listening. Uh, this has been... Season five, Below Deck Med, episode four. Uh, you can follow us at Deckheads Pod on Instagram and Twitter. You can email us at deckheadspod at gmail.com. Uh, you can follow me at Anna Husney and Nick is at Nick's Turners. And uh, yeah, check out our merch on T Public. Some fun stuff up there for y'all to have. We're going to have a, a new shirt up there. Um, Master Boat Facts, Boat Facts Master. 
Uh, and yeah, leave us a five star review if you could. We would really appreciate it. We got some haters leaving us one star reviews because they hate us. And you know what? Fuck them because they don't enjoy this show because they don't get it because they want too much out of a below deck recap show. Honey, we're just having fucking fun here. Okay, so get used to it. All right. Help if you can. If not, I don't know. Don't help. It's totally your it's it's your life. Live it how you want. All right. We're out of here. Bye. Deckheads is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.